0: of the LS Freaks podcast. So now we're actually doing the full show. No teaser. This is the full show. So as with me, as always, I have Nate. What's up, fellas? Nate here. How's it going? All right, Nate. So I kind of wanted to kick off the show with a funny story, and I know I told you a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. Wanted to talk about locking the keys of the Corvette in the trunk. Well, the key fob in the trunk, and it didn't open. So, this is a funny story, guys. Anybody that has a C6, we all know that. So, it's 2020
1: and this is still happening, too. Yeah, this is okay. still happening. Okay, so... Should be a good story. So, though.
0: check this out. So, um, some of you may know uh, or don't know, I, I play hockey. So, you know, hockey players have got a big hockey bag, right? So, I have usually carry my keys in my backpack. So, I ended up tossing my backpack in the trunk first and then my hockey bag on top of my backpack. Okay. And for some odd reason... And let's see, my key fob had a brand new key. I know it did. Uh-huh. And everything was working fine. So for some odd reason, I closed the trunk, and I thought to myself, oh, my key. And it couldn't open the damn trunk.
1: So even though it was in the hatch. It was in the hatch. It, it, so it was in the it halo pick area. it up. It was
0: in the halo area. Okay. And my, and my hockey bag was on top of my backpack, like perfectly on top, like some other. Yeah. I couldn't get the damn trunk open i couldn't get the doors open no nothing it was like dead yeah i saw the little red light on and i was like oh okay the car is locked okay so panic mode insists anxiety, anxiety. okay what am i gonna do what am i gonna do i can't open the trunk and open the trunk and open the trunk now keep in mind the only thing i have in my pocket is my cell phone at least i got that and i didn't have my wallet didn't have anything so i'm like okay what am i gonna do what am i gonna do?" so i'm getting frustrated because i can't open it you know and i'm like man only this would happen to me right now you yeah. know what i mean i just played three games i'm freaking tired Um, I haven't had any sleep, you know, so I I was just I was just beat, and this is a Sunday morning or Sunday early afternoon, so I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? So I'm like, okay, well, the hell with it, I'm gonna break the glass. Man, I grabbed anything I can grab. I grabbed my I grabbed uh, what did it? Somebody let me borrow like a wrench. I couldn't break the glass, and I wasn't like hitting it a full like bam, you know. I was I kind of didn't want to break the glass. Like I was hoping like. Maybe it was just like, you know, something. So I kept hitting it. hitting you, it. Hitting you don't got like, AAA? No, I do no, not know I AAA. Oh, Come on. Or Slim Jim or something. Shop owner with a damn AAA. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, so then I'm like, damn, 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 damn. What am I going to do? What am going to do? So finally, I was like, the hell with it. Called a lady and I said, hey, um, bring all the Corvette keys or any Chevy keys we have at home. Bring it on down. She's like, okay. So she brings the truck down. She has a bunch of keys. We have like 10 keys. You know, how many Chevys have I owned? So I start going through all of them. And the funniest thing happened. The my truck, my GMC truck key opened the hatch. Nice. Perfectly. Like <laughs> didn't scramble, like it yeah. I shoved the key in and I wiggled it and went bloop, And I'm like, oh shit. Okay, well, all right, well, like it worked, cool. So then this was Sunday. So on Monday, I get here to the shop. And we had had a Corvette in the doorway blocking, like, the outside. Yeah. And the battery was dead. We couldn't find the key. And guess where the key was? Inside the glove. Inside the inside the, the of course. cup holder. Yeah. So it was stuck in the shop. It was not outside. It was inside the shop. We couldn't move it. It was it was dead. We couldn't get the door open because the battery's dead. So I'm like, oh, here we go again. So oh, I got a trick. So here we go. We grab all the keys. And sure enough, another key opens the trunk. Out, the key out, and they're looking at me like, yeah. <laughs> "What in the hell?" So I'm thinking Chevy. We talked about. It. I think Chevy used yeah. one key or a couple keys, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there's probably like I don't know a handful of
1: different keys that they made just to open the, the trunk. Yeah, yeah. so That's they're exactly and they're probably all the same, since well on the Corvette it's it's push button only. Yeah. So the the only thing the key does is open the uh, the trunk. I wonder how many C6 owners don't know. There's that a there's there. a little keyhole by the rear license plate, in case of emergencies.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's quite a few. Yeah,
1: because it reminds me of <laughs> the story of that old guy that well, died because he, he got, got stuck it. inside his C6 <laughs> and he couldn't get out. It was ac 7 wasn't it? I don't know. It was, he he got either stuck one, yeah, he yeah. got stuck inside and he couldn't get out and he died. It was like summertime or something, yeah, I mean, and it got too hot in there and he died. Yeah. The thing is, there's like clearly marked emergency door openings at the bottom of the door it's, it's uh, of, of really, your seat.
0: It doesn't say door opening. It's just a picture. It's a drawing of it's it. It's a fucked up picture, oh, dude. dude. If you don't, I mean, hey, look. If, if you, you die inside, locked well, inside hey, of a car hey, maybe that's as an what, adult, maybe that's how you wanted to go. It's
1: Darwin's <laughs> Darwin saying it was your turn to go, man. Come that's on. what
0: I'm saying. But what, what I'm saying is that, Yeah, you're right. How many people don't know that there's a little keyhole back there? But there is, yeah. Yeah, there's a keyhole. But the other thing, I don't condone anybody walking up to a C6 if you have a Chevy key and shoving the key in there and saying, hey, I wonder if it opens. Because, number one, that's not a good idea. And number two, it's just not a good idea. Number three, it's just not a good idea. And if if I saw you in my trunk, you know, it would be bad.
1: and, And that's funny because all of my cars are push button. Right, like my two oh, okay. the three hundred, yeah, yeah. the, the Grand Cherokee and the Vet are all yeah. push buttons. So right. my key fob never leaves my pocket. Right. But the eBay Jeep is also you know, it's a ninety three. So what happens all the time is I end up leaving the key inside the ignition. Oh,
0: okay, okay. And I lock
1: the door and I walk out and I forget that you know, I need to pull the key out because oh. now I'm so used to not looking for keys when I'm I'm done driving.
0: Oh, man.
1: And there's been a few times I had to pull out the good old coat hanger trick to, oh, to okay. pull the lock up.
0: I remember when I first bought my V, um, the car was so damn quiet. You know what I mean? And I remember when I parked it on the parking lot, I would just get out of the car walk away and be like, yeah. ah. <laughs> and I walked to the shop and I'm like, shit, where's my key? And then I walk out to my car and it's got, it would have a full tank and be down like a quarter tank. It's been running all you day. You left oh, it? Oh, yeah, wow. I left it. One day I left it running all day. I think I walked out of the car because I was on the, on the phone. And then I just left it on. But, yeah, no, that's... That's uh, just
1: a major brain fart. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: no, it, it seems to happen to me a lot lately because there's so much going on here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, th- I just thought that was a funny point. So, C6 owners, if you ever lock your key in the trunk or lock your keys inside the car and you can't, the fob just takes a shit, grab another Chevy key, see if it'll work. Now, I don't mean the old square ones. I mean the, the, the long, like, round oval-looking ones that are...
1: Well, they're usually, like embedded in the key fob itself right 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 yeah. and then you you pull them out take yeah the key fob you know yeah, yeah
0: yeah there's also yeah. that and then too but I, my '66 6 has an extra key that comes out it doesn't actually have well it's not like the like the later model not like yours
1: usually yeah it's like a it's two part yeah, it's a like little like clip
0: it's like this one it has the two keys yeah
1: like there. my mo parts have it too and and uh there's usually a little tab and the key kind of uh, slides out
0: from inside the key Yeah, bob. no, this one has just the fob, and then it has an extra key that came with it. But I I know there's an extra yeah. key somewhere. So anyway, uh, well let's get let's get into let get into the topic. So now, uh, I know we teased a little bit about the uh, your car, what we're gonna do. I know you got a you're editing a video up that you're gonna do for the oil scraper.
1: Yeah, I I it's on my Instagram now. At okay. uh, Nate uh, N A Y T eighty three. It's just a quick little five-minute look at uh, Improved Racing's uh, Mm -hmm. uh, oil uh, crank scraper Mm -hmm. setup and their um, oil pan baffle kit. Okay. So really what what it's meant for is uh, to uh, control the oil on wet sump C6 uh, cars okay so so
0: mainly so the old sausage around doesn't dry up on the pickup and
1: yeah roll, it's and a two-piece that. kit you can buy them individually depending what you need but what the scraper does is it uh, bolts onto the crank uh, and it hugs the rotating assembly and as it as the crankshaft rotates you know the the counterweights and the rods themselves they pass by the scraper kit really closely and it's literally Uh, scraping, just as the name says, or or shaving that that oil that's clinging on to the rotating assembly. And so what you have is uh, you have less oil clinging on to the crank, which is less
0: weight. Kind of like what they call knife edging the crank and all that. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: pretty much. uh, It keeps more oil in the sump instead of it flinging around everywhere in the block. And so it also limits uh, aeration. So you don't get foamy oil or oil bubbles in there. Uh, and then the baffle uh, goes on top of that, and really, what it is, it's a trapdoor setup uh, that makes sure that uh, the oil pickup to the pump is always surrounded by oil. So it's it's a nice mod uh, for those that are into like road racing. The, we did that on the
0: C5 too, right? With the little trapdoors on there. We yeah,
1: well, the C the C5 Batwing oil pan does yep. a, a much better job at controlling the oil than the C6 pans, and so. Uh, Improved Racing makes uh, basically like a little trap door that you install on the existing oil pan. On the C6, though, it's actually a whole, uh, you, you can see it in the video, it, it's it's a whole pa- uh, baffle setup that installs and then the pan goes right over it. Right. Uh, but it was just a quick video kind of showing how it installs. Uh, so that you can see how it works. Those that may not be familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, once we actually start doing the camp swap and install the, the, the baffle and everything, we'll, we'll do a more in-depth video. Okay. Uh, you know, cause you do need to make sure there you have the correct clearances so it doesn't touch the crank and stuff like that.
0: So it's definitely not for the faint of heart at, at the beginning. You gotta have to sit there and do some.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, probably not for a beginner. Yeah. Uh it's not too difficult but it's, it, it definitely is something that you want to take your time in doing correctly mm-hmm. cuz obviously you don't want anything contacting your rotating assembly while the engine's <laughs> running. Yeah, or hey, coming loose or, in or, or in something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so uh and and you do have to remove the oil pan which is not easy. A, not an event, no. Yeah. No, you got to yeah. drop the, the cradle and stuff like that right. to get access to it. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely. So you better out
0: pulling out the motor at that point because if you got to measure stuff and all that, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, unless you got a, a lift or a rack. I mean, we have our ways to. Yeah. To hold the engine up and yeah. remove the cradle. We got our tools. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably not something that would be the easiest to tackle at home in a
0: driveway or something like that. So now, so now you brought up the million dollar question. So now. Um, I know we're gonna get into mass arguments or mass discussions about this, Um, the cam selection. Okay. So I'm I'm uh I'm uh I like the stage four cam myself. Yeah. Um, I know you were looking at possibly the stage three from BTR. I like the BTR stage four. Uh, I don't know what you were thinking, but what what uh, and then I know a lot of you uh. Uh, what is the forum pirates are going to jump in yeah well i think it's because
1: i i told you i mentioned it to a few people and they were like stage four that's so big you know um that's
0: what she said no i'm just kidding guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like um probably stage 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 four isn't big to me on a on a manual car on an automatic yeah because you need a lot of stall you need something you know but on a on a six-speed car TR-6060, uh, I think it's perfect.
1: Plus, these guys, um, some of them had Z06s, the ones I was talking with. So, it's not a Stage 4 LS7 cam. That's a little different. It's a Stage 4 LS3 cam. <laughs> yeah, that's so a little different. you got to keep the specs in mind, which I, I don't know off, off the top of my head. However, uh, I think we were going to talk about you know, maybe some factors to consider when you're specking or choosing a cam.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, guys. You have to always think about what your end goal is, and and the thing is, is that's like the most important question. What are you going to be doing with the car? You're going to be doing street driving, racing, road racing, eighth mile, quarter mile, whatever you're going to be doing. Um, that all factors into play when choosing the cam, and along with that, I mean, head. Selection, porting, valves, intake, intake, porting. I think that all kind of factors into what you have. And then also, again, do you have headers? Do you have shorties? Do you have manifolds? That all kind of factors into the whole. Now, the reason I said stage four on your car is because it's kind of comboed a little differently. We do have the really, 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 really good headers on the car. Right. We do have, we will have a ported intake. And I was hoping to do some work on the heads and then the stage for a cam, and then you know there we go, you know I'll yeah four hundred and eighty horsepower or four hundred and seventy horsepower all day long, so well, I think I'm with that gas,
1: with so. that setup, I think five hundred is easy,
0: yeah, I think it's easy on uh, an on eighty five and some and some injector um no, on pump gas it'll it'll hit five hundred. I'm just, you I've know, seen it. I'm being a little pessimistic, um, but if we hit, if we, because if we hit 500, I'm going to be, well, I guess, you know, we did. Yeah,
1: so. but no, but like you said, it's, it's all about the right combination. Right, correct. Obviously, if somebody's like, uh, daily in their, C, their C6 or whatever car, yeah, maybe a stage four isn't the best for you if you're stuck in traffic a lot. I, I don't really daily my car much. I'm either in the canyons or at the track and having fun. So, you know, for example, the Stage 4 comes on around 3,500, almost 4,000 RPM. Oh, you're
0: used to that already. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: it carries out to almost 7,000. Now, if you're at the track, a a fast track like a Willow Springs or or Fontana, the Auto Club Speedway, you know, you're in that RPM range all day. Right. So that's where the car is going to operate. And you're coming out of a corner and you're going to get on it and the power is going to be there like now. Right. So... You know that's that's where you would want to set up like that. So it's all about the combination. Um, obviously, you got to consider, like you said, if, whether you have an automatic or a manual. Because right. now, now if you have an automatic, now you got your torque converter is going to dictate a lot about how the car drives and and how it behaves. And
0: then heat and all that other stuff. Yeah, so,
1: and, and, and we haven't even mentioned tuning, which is another a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, and tuning is huge too in a manual transmission car because it's it's a lot more difficult to drive at lower speeds in a manual trans car with, mm-hmm. with a big cam. So having a good tuner, or somebody that knows what they're doing, is it's going to be very important. So it's it's all about how you put that combination together, about what how you're really going to use the car. The majority of the time, I know everybody loves picking the biggest cam because <laughs> they sound great, right? Popcorn machine, it's really cool on instagram your friends will give you a bunch of likes but that doesn't mean the car is going to drive great and you're going to be happy with it
0: you know what um now that uh, you know if if this deal happens we talked about earlier with the c5 for me i'm actually thinking we should do like a because we're talking ls3 now we're not talking we're not talking generically we're talking ls3 based platform so anybody listening right now we're talking about the ls3 we're not talking ls1 we're not talking ls2 we're not talking ls6 we're talking ls3 so Nate's car, if nobody knows, is an LS3 six-speed Corvette. Um, So, we're talking in the version of the LS3 stage four cam. And the only reason we're doing that is because, like you said, the RPM band we're going to be playing with, the 3500 and above. Now, if this deal does happen that we know we were talking about earlier, I am going to do something crazy because I have the parts. I'm going to do a stage four BTR LS1 uh-huh. cam, fast 102, LS2 TB, the Borla LG long two headers, okay, and 243 heads, because I believe that car should have the 853s.
1: That sounds a lot like the Black Widow engine.
0: Right. Remember? Yeah. And we did that with the Trickflow heads. Yeah. So, my that was that was my plan. Well, of course, with the Johnson Lifter and the whole the And then, that's a six-speed car. So, I'm pretty sure with that car, I should be able to get about 450, 460, maybe? On an yeah. LS6? You know what,
1: though, too? A, a, a lot six-speed. of guys got to remember, because nowadays, uh, uh, even cars from the factory have so much power. Crazy right, horsepower, right, right, right. right? 650, 700- yeah, yeah. You can go buy a car off the lot right now. And we're, these are these are
0: six-speed yeah. cars guys we're talking. We're not talking we're talking manual cars. We're not talking autos. It's a whole different animal. So. I
1: I think guys have forgotten that 450 500 rear-wheel horsepower in a 32 3100
0: yes. pounds yes. car, yes. six-speed manual in a 4000 pounds pig. Yeah. It's still fast as hell, oh, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, I've never I have only you know what the I've built so many Stage 4, 6-speed, and they were fun to drive. But I've never done one for me, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and my whole thing was like, hey, well, you know, I got all these parts sitting around. Hell, Why, why the hell not? You know, but um, I was hoping to get it in the 6 But if this car is perfectly priced, that might be something to So, guys, um, w- the reason why we're talking about this, we're going to be posting a lot of stuff on YouTube and then on Nate's Instagram and our Instagram for LS Peaks Podcast. Uh, so... Uh, YouTube channels will be coming up, or they're actually up already, but we don't have a lot of content on there. But we will be putting more stuff out there. So, uh, you know, we just need a little bit more for you guys to see, and yeah. then uh, I so, have a, you know, I
1: have a few on mine that we'll probably be transferring over. Okay. On uh, what's your YouTube right now? Well, it's Skunkworks Garage. Okay. If you, if sorry, you look okay. up Skunkworks Garage, okay, uh, which is also the the uh, we have uh, Instagram for right, it. Yeah. Right. Uh, there is my my, ins, my YouTube channel yeah. is is named the same Skunkworks Garage, and I do have, for example, uh, some videos about the LS3 intake porting, right? Uh, the dyno comparison. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that sorry, we that's had. right. Okay, yeah, I forgot about um, that. Yeah, we actually compared it on the dyno so, against the fast and against uh, like some other sheet metal intakes.
0: So anybody wondering the Skunkworks Garage and, and so. The JP Performance Motors is the customer-based uh, shop where we do general repair vets. We do that stuff. Um, we, we also do, do vet builds. Um, we won't be doing a lot of vet builds this year. We had that conversation, too, just because uh, there's no money in it. But uh, the Skunk Works Garage is kind of our underground black ops stuff where we kind of tinker with our own stuff and we'll tinker with a couple people's things. Um, But it's more designed for us Like what we're doing in the shop Like I said more of a why we do certain things and you know it's kind of like uh like i said it's kind of like the top secret side of what we've done and what we're doing so, a lot of
1: testing trying new stuff yeah a lot trying of testing. new parts yeah trying you know. new
0: stuff and then uh you know that that's kind of where the skunk Works garage came in so anybody's familiar with skunkworks if you're not look it up and you understand why i call this skunkworks garage because yeah there's there's a whole story behind it but look it up make yeah. you do some legwork so look it up where skunkworks came from and then you'll figure out, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. So, yeah, so that's 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 pretty cool. Now, what do you, now, what do you feel about the other cams that are out there? Like, what do, we've tried a few different ones. I know you've tried Texas Speed. Yeah. We're big on BTR right now. Um, what do you feel is the, we're going to stick with the BTR in your build? Is that what we're going to stay with?
1: I think so. I, I think... Uh... I mean, we've done so many builds with them already true, true. that they're pretty much Everything. proven. <laughs> Everything, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we don't we don't hate on anybody. We used Texas yeah. Speed for a while. Yeah, we did. Um, I had their way back. I think this was 2010 uh, yeah. yeah.
0: or no, so. Oh, it's earlier.
1: Yeah, way back. There, yeah. Well, when, when we put an LS3 in my C5, it was actually a 6.2 liter aluminum block from a Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> And I bought brand new LS3 GM Performance heads online yeah. from like Summit Racing. Back when you can get a pair of them for like 750 oh, yeah, bucks. yeah, I
0: remember that. Those were the good old
1: days. And uh, literally assembled uh, and, and put together an LS3. And we used, at the time, Texas Speed only had like two or three cams for the LS3. And it was a two thirty one and like the two thirty nine or two thirty five, MS
0: four, right? MS. Well, those were
1: like generic LS cams. Oh, were they okay? Yeah, at the time they had like two specific LS three cams. Oh, okay. So I went with the middle one, which was no, it's known as the two thirty one cam. I think they still have it. Okay. And I think the the the. Duration on is like 231, 235 or something like that. No, Nothing like 231,
0: crazy. 231, 237, like on a Was it? Yeah, I, I it was forget. Crazy. It's, it was it's on the YouTube
1: channel too, by the way. Yeah, okay. If they, yeah, they yeah. want to see it. But uh I mean, cam only with yeah, those heads <laughs> and headers <laughs> with a horrible tune. Yeah. Uh, it made. <laughs> we, we took it to West Uh-oh. Tech. That's West Tech out here in, in Mar- Oh, Mar- this, is not,
0: this is not the other the other tune, right? No, no, oh, no. Okay. We, we
1: we took it to West Tech, oh, and it uh, it made. I want to get some flack for that one. Yeah.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it made 470 horsepower, rear wheel horsepower, and 460 Automatic, foot right? pounds. Automatic. yeah, through an auto. Through an auto, right? Four four sixty five foot pounds. So, manual trans car, you're talk, you're saying maybe 480, mm-hmm. 485 horsepower, right, probably. Right, right, yeah which chem only i mean that's stout especially yeah, back yeah, then i remember yeah yeah so uh if you if you combo things right it's you know it's not hard to get to get the right combination but yeah and that car was quick i mean back then it ran i think like really low 11s on the yeah, street tire it was probably like a high 10 second I car like
0: leaving the fucking line hard at erwindale Ir- yeah along. and it
1: sounded i mean back then that car ripped so yeah
0: yeah, it's still yeah. Rest yeah. in peace, the Black yeah. Widow. But yeah, yeah so, so there's
1: there's good cams out there. Um, you know, Texas Speed has some good stuff. Uh, they have their own, all their own in-house now. They make their right. own cams and everything. Um,
0: you know, it's funny that they uh, Tony Watley today told me the story about the where they started. They were actually a shop before. Oh, really? And then they started doing a couple things here and there, and then now yeah. they develop. He's saying that they're going to be. If not as big as Summit Racing, so that's. Perfect.
1: They're huge, but man, and they crazy. carry a lot of stuff. So that's
0: that's pretty crazy, man. Definitely something that I would love to aspire to one day. So I mean, that's definitely that that makes me feel good. That you know, uh, you know that that that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, they, they've
1: invested a lot of money into like their own CNC. Yeah. Stuff yeah. and I mean, they're doing their own heads, cans, and all that stuff. All so. And... Um, th- oh, th- that's oh, pretty we, cool. We
0: had a bad experience with one of their motors. I don't know if it was a bad experience, but oh but, yeah. Well, see, the, so yeah. what ended up happening? What they told me was they actually went from their first one of their first products was the PRC. PRC. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. Pa- that,
1: uh, People's Republic of China parts, oh, right? Oh, that, that's, that's I what didn't they say, used that. say. I didn't say that. That
0: was Nate. Okay, that was not me. <laughs> That's, if I ever order anything with Texas, that was not me. That that's was what not. a that joke. Used to there. be, well,
1: because when you get big and you're moving a lot of parts, like yeah, they are, I've been there. I've been, um, there. I've been there. I know. I know you're, that whole loss of. You're, you're now, bound right. to to come up on more failures. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't I've mean there. It, your percentage rate can be low, but as your volume goes up, that means that
0: it's risk assessment, and that's one exactly thing that, the yeah. worst thing that so, we, well, we, one thing we did talk about was. Uh, Risk yeah. assessment. So yeah, I mean, uh, like back back to the topic of, of the cams, guys. It all depends on, like I said, what you're gonna do with the car. Now, generically speaking, you could throw any car in any any cam in an LS, get it tuned, and it's gonna run like fun. Um, but for those of us that have built two, three, four, five, six street race cars, oh, now we're gonna get into that other topic. Yeah, what is the um, you know, you you kind of get a little pickier on where you want your power, man. Now I do want to end this <laughs> on a funny note. Well, not a funny. I want to end this on a on a on a truth, and because I get phone calls all day of people asking, "Hey, how much to do this?" and then I give them a number and they, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Nate, in in your experience, and it's vast of many Corvettes. Well, well, your one Corvette, this is your your second Corvette? This is your second one, right? Yeah. Okay. But your first Corvette got like 10 makeovers, right?
1: In my experience of a lot of money spent? Yeah, in your experience
0: (laughs) of a lot of money spent. Yeah. What do you think it actually takes to build a reliable, dependable streetcar? Now... A lot of people... Th- uh, now, that's a lot of, that's a, too
1: broad, though. Be more specific. What does it take in, in terms of okay, what? Okay, okay. Mechanically speaking, or... Yeah,
0: okay. I'm talking about... See, I can see myself. I know I can build... I can put... I can get a C5, a C6, a C7, um, and put a big cam in the car. Yeah. And drive it daily and not have it break down. But I know the limit of the car, and I know the limit of the motor, now I get guys that call me, oh, throw it all at it, throw it all." Yeah, and then shit starts to fall apart, and it's just like that little ping, boom, boom, boom and then when the whole thing falls apart. So, what do you think it actually takes dollar wise? Like, well, if you were building dollar, your... wow, well, no, well, like I said, if you okay, number one, now guys, take this as as as, as advice, as a good piece of advice. If your race car is your daily driver, don't mod it. Buy another little shitty bucket car and drive that around and mod your race car. Because you're going to run into a lot of heartbreak. Even if you have a bolt-on car. Because these cars nowadays are producing way more power and shit's just falling apart. So direct, direct injection cars is a prime example of that. And then also guys aren't checking the fucking oil and they're blowing up motors. I got a few of them here. But like I said... Um, I'm going to suggest if you're going to build a car have a second maybe even a third car have a damn motorcycle I don't care what it is but don't build a race car to a daily driver
1: don't build your only car don't build your yeah. only
0: car as a race car because that, that'll be uh, that'll be well, a bad, I, bad, bad, bad bad I'll
1: I'll start by answering it this way uh oh the first thing is knowing what you want to get out of the car
0: right we talked about that with cam selection and the whole thing right? yeah and, so this and, whole thing goes full circle, guys. What you yeah, gonna do?
1: With so it's first of all, what do I really want out of the car? Right. Because a lot of guys, first of all, say horsepower. Yeah, Give me but all that's, the horsepower. That's not uh, you know, that's not really what you want. What are you gonna use the car for? And then what does your budget allow to do? Now, once you have figured those things out, whatever it is, whether somebody is is uh Drag racing, road racing, whether they just want a fun street car, you got to figure that out first. What what are you going to do with the car? Now, once that's settled and you know what you want to do, a lot of guys forget to factor in all of those little modifications that help your car live longer. Like you said, it's easy to bolt on power, a cam, a blower, a turbo setup, especially nowadays you can go to eBay and buy all those parts, bolt it onto your engine. But all of the the, the little things where your, your bill, let's say you have a shop doing it, adds up is the cooling system, the air intake system, all of those things that keep your engine happy, that will make it survive. Especially if it's a street car. Those are little things that a lot of guys uh, don't factor in.
0: I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. So, <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about that car, but there's a little, little well, hangriness. But um, I guess the true actuality, What I guess the, the, the freebie I'm trying to give all my boys out there and girls, if you have a Camaro... Corvette, a truck, whatever the hell it might be, and you're going to mod your only vehicle. Be prepared to get your heart broken. You could be the best builder in the world, the best tuner in the world. Something will happen to that car because we know what you're going to go out there. And I love the story that everybody gives me. Oh, I was just driving down the street normal, and then all of a sudden the piston came out. It blew up while I was asleep. I was backing out of my driveway, I heard a noise, and I just shut it off, and then the motor didn't want to turn on anymore. Guys, I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I've heard my girlfriend was driving it, uh, she went to go put gas in it and didn't want to turn on. I've, I've heard it all, guys. Yeah. And and, and you gotta, guys got to keep in mind, rotors and brakes, like motors, tell a story to me of what you're doing. I don't have to look at your... I don't have to know what you're doing if something broke. I can just tell by what happened, what happened and why it broke so now there are some cases yeah. where okay I, I i guess i guess wrong but most of the time i'm pretty right yeah. so
1: but yeah i mean a lot of people when they're let's say you're budgeting to
0: right i want to mod my car They'll
1: budget which okay. isn't a
0: bad idea guys if, if you're from, no, I I mean, if you want to mod your car yeah be great you know more power to you we sell you we'll sell you all the parts and install it
1: yeah but you know guys will be like okay how much is it to install a cam how much is it to install a blower Et cetera, et cetera. And they don't realize, well, how much does a radiator cost? <laughs> well, a real one that right. that works is $500, $600 yeah. then plus install. There's, there's right? a good example of that. Too. Oil cooler. Yeah. Yeah, okay, an oh, engine right. oil cooler setup that oh, you yeah. need. What well, we just talked about earlier, the, like the, the oil pan baffle kit and all this yeah. stuff, right? Depending right. if you're doing this driving. Fuel system upgrades. All, all this little stuff adds up
0: well wait, wait wait forget about the oil system upgrades transmission drive shaft yep. differential so you know the 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 c5 cars were good for a certain amount of power but the c6 has got a little stronger the c7's got a little stronger but still we're pushing the envelope now of the c7 now we're pushing you know seven eight hundred horsepower is the norm yeah, yeah on a c7 but you know, if it's a brand new car, it'll survive. But as soon as it starts getting some age in it, it's gonna break. It's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna
1: And fall apart. that's what people people look and they'll see online. Oh wow, it's it's fifty uh, five hundred dollars for a blower kit that will get me five hundred fifty ruble horsepower. Oh man, that's sick. Let's do it. But that fifty five hundred dollars, it's really closer to like ten grand. Yeah, correct. When you consider in that your transmission is gonna take a dump. Right. You're gonna have to upgrade that. And your diff, if you're doing like driving, mm-hmm. and that you're gonna need real tires for it. And let's say you're someone like me that likes going to the track. Well, all, all of a sudden, guess what? You need to stop, <laughs> right? So now you need now you need brakes. Yeah. You know, guess what? My pads are four hundred dollars by themselves. I'm just talking pads. No rotors. We're not talking rotors and and everything else that comes with it that you, that you need to upgrade. So you need you need to be realistic. Don't fall in love with just the price per horsepower. Horsepower is easy. Building an entire car that works, it's its not cheap. Uh, now, the newer cars, the nice thing about them is they come already upgraded from the factory with some great hardware. Brakes, etc.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but you know the
1: newer transmissions hold yeah, more right. power, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know.
0: We've broken quite a few, so yeah.
1: But I mean, well, that's the thing, though. You, you, if you want to play, you gotta pay. Yeah. So, if you're gonna start playing the game, just come in knowing that.
0: Yeah, motorsports is an expensive sport, guys. It's not it's not one of the cheaper like I said to the faint of heart. Being
1: an idiot with your car is expensive too. So yeah. all those guys that like just want a car to do donuts and all stupid stuff like that, it's not just motorsports. They have enough it of all costs to be money. talking like that, but yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, guys. So, like I said, man, if if you guys are going to build a car, be realistic about what you want. Now, if you guys want the freebie, the freebie of anything C5. We'll, we'll start with the C5. Let's okay. do the C5 freebie. So what would you do if you had a C5 stock? What are the three mods that you will do to your car to make it faster?
1: Three mods three right mods. away on most LSs intake exhaust tune. I agree you, that, that. That's your biggest gains right there. Yeah. And, right. and they go together. Yeah. Because you, if you bolt on headers, you need a tune. Um, an intake needs to go with exhaust. Right. You, you can't breathe in more if you can't exhale. Right. So it all goes together. But intake, exhaust, tune will probably get you the most gains per dollar.
0: The fun the fun factor. Yeah. Okay. And the wow factor with a good tune. Yeah. Now, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But now we threw the mix in of boosted cars like the C7, Z06, the Cadillacs. With the LSAs, the ZL1s. What do you think are the three best mods for those cars? For those cars? Yeah. Well, uh, let's, just the, let's, just with, let's just go with the factory supercharged cars. Yeah, factory supercharged cars.
1: Exhaust and tune.
0: You think so? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go one better. Okay. Fully, intake tune, no exhaust. Wow. Yeah. I mean. Pulley intake too. right there. Yeah. If you don't do a pulley, do uh tune eighty five intake
1: a tune intake. for sh- a tune for sure. Tune for sure. Yeah. Tune
0: eighty five intake and that's it. Okay. Right? That's the three mods, right? That's what I would do. That's a good mods, right?
1: Yeah. I mean the thing is you, you're with a pulley you're sucking in more air. Now you're forcing it in there. It's force induction. Right. You're always gonna get gains from exhaust. But I see what you mean. See what I mean, right? Especially like on a California smog
0: legal car. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Now, now, now that's the other thing, guys. Yeah. Don't don't go and take our advice and say, "Oh, we're gonna put headers on the car." Now, I doubt you'll even get headers because they ain't selling them in California. So yeah. Um, we're talking. You know that that's why here we push a lot of the A A&H and A stuff because it is a carbio legal kit and you won't get in trouble. You know what I mean. And you're getting 550 horsepower. Yeah. Right off the bat. So yeah. With uh, a carb legal tune is this, if you want to call it. So, Yeah. Um, okay, so now the C7 brothers. Um, now, those cars are a little different. So, we just did that C7 that we had a video out there that we did 647 horse, 571 torque. Okay. On the cam, owned, well, cam supercharged, A&A kit, and headers. I mean, that's pretty damn good. No math. And it still has the math on top of it. We have not activated that math. With that yeah. math, it's going to just make it a fucking animal. So, I'm pretty freaking impressed.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they really wake up. They really, the right, really, really the wake the up. The right so, mod, so. I mean, that,
0: that just goes to show you guys how, how much power is hidden in the car. But like I said, that is, that is what, uh, about $12,000, $13,000 right there that Yeah, that Maybe a little bit. Actually, probably a little bit more. I am not man, yeah, you're about twelve to thirteen grand on that car, but you know for two hundred horsepower game, that's pretty fucking good if you ask me, so um anything else Nate? oh events, anything coming up, do you know about
1: uh Willow Springs is coming up on the twenty fourth okay. I think it is, so
0: and that'll be the last event for, before we tear it down, right that's where we're planning? hopefully okay, that's yeah, I' okay. just going
1: out there, and uh that's m- more for me, my seat time get a little bit faster, get into the 130s, okay. uh, you know, with the car. Um, and then it should be a nice before and after when we get back out there, right, to see what the car does with the yeah. new setup. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be out there in, in uh, two and a half weeks or so having some fun.
0: And we're probably going to do a before and after on the cam setup. We're going to do a before to, before the cam. We'll do a baseline dyno tune. Uh, we'll take that over to Kiki if I have tune. And then our KP fab and, Tune, and then we'll do a baseline run on that, and then we'll do gains with the cam and maybe the head that we the heads and the intake that we're gonna do. So
1: yeah, we'll see I mean, that that way too. Um, people Got actual numbers. Yeah, so. people see what's involved. Like this is <laughs> this is what you you actually do to get real results and right. comparisons. So this will tell us, hey, this combo makes this much, and. Uh, as always this is info that then gets passed on to customers or anybody else who's looking for something similar so yeah. they'll be able to see kind of how we how we learn also as we go along and, and do stuff like this well like
0: i said this this the whole camp selection i i, I we've been doing this for an awfully long time so um we kind of know what we're looking at already and uh you know we we we've, we've done this for for a really really long time so when it comes to camp selection you know we kind of know what we're talking about. So uh, anything else, Nate, we can think of besides events now?
1: No, I think we bored people long enough. Now. I
0: know. Yeah, I think we're good on that <laughs> one. So uh, good episode, guys. Uh, subscribe to us. And if you want to ask us any questions, it's uh, ls underscore freaks underscore podcast on Instagram. And then the email is ls freaks podcast at Gmail. So give us a, uh, well, give us a, if you have any questions, comments, or give us an email or uh, DM us. Um, you can find our show on Spotify right now. It's also through anchor FM is the main host. So, uh, give us a follow, give us a subscribe. Um, you know, let us know what we're doing. And then, like I said, uh, we'll be keep going with this. And then, uh, We'll yeah, have the YouTube, the YouTube out was Skunkworks Garage, you said?
1: Skunkworks Garage for now. Okay. Until we get going with the podcast, we'll have its own channel. And then we have our, our
0: shop, we have our shop uh YouTube, which is JB Performance Online. Yeah. Um, Give us a follow there too, subscribe to that, and then uh, have some pretty cool stuff up there right now. Uh, I will be putting more and more up, <laughs> and then uh, as, as time goes, so... Uh,
1: and uh, keep... Keep uh, sending us your suggestions. Uh, last episode we did, you know, a couple of questions that people were asking. Oh, yeah. So that's always uh, good for content. So yeah, if you have any uh, LS related questions, issues, you're, or LT you're dealing with, yeah, yeah it's something that you want to figure out. Uh, even be, even the
0: swap guys, um, we, yeah. we've done quite a few swaps, so we're ready for that too. So if you guys have any swap questions or combo questions too on on the LS motors, give us a give us a question. Yeah, so. don't be afraid. Shoot shoot us a DM on Instagram. Or i a personal